Tra-la-la! -la. Quest episode 156. I'm your host, Mike Absicky Wheels, and with me as always. You thought it was your podcast host, but it was me, Dio. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Someone had to. Uh, no, no, it's Family Master, David Bernie. And uh, hopefully we'll have Gaijin, but I don't know. I don't technically don't know if he's gotten back to Japan yet or not. I don't he might be trapped that. in limbo. Yes. Hopefully not. We'll choose to believe he's not trapped in limbo. Uh, but we shall carry on. The show must go on. The show must go No, okay. No, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> How's it going, Wheels? It's uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, I hear. Yes, I got talked into it. That is to say, I watched some people play, and it was like, oh, this looks extremely relaxing. And, spoilers, it is. So there you go. Just, uh, it's just a play-at-your-own-pace game. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty great. And that's why I'm outpacing wheels. Oh, God. Okay. It's like, I'm going to install Destiny 2 on my... Xbox, and I just realized that it's 105 gigs, and we're just going to stop that and not do that. Yeah, have you Let's not do that, that you're broken? Let's not do that. Like, I'm the one fishing here, and you're still the more broken one. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of fishing, are we going to discuss the uh, announcement that likely has a certain set of niche RPG fans quite happy? Uh, sure. Yes, we can not for me, we but it's for some. absolutely <laughs> discuss the fact that Exit the Dungeon is out now on Switch and PC. The Gungeon? Yes. Exit the Gungeon. Different. The sequel. The, the long-awaited sequel. We entered and then we finally left. Uh, yes, and we can talk about the news that um, yeah, you know what, I'm not just going to keep doing this. Yes, yes, there's a near thing. It's two near things, actually. Kind of. Did you, you, you hear about things? these? It's I, technically two things, yes. I know they said uh, Nier Gestalt, the one where old guy Nier is actually young guy Nier, and the brother so, no, instead no. of the father. So what we're looking at is a remaster slash possibly stealth uh, additions made to it version of Nier Replicant, which is brother Nier rather than dad Nier. Yes. Uh... Like, they, specifically, they seem to be saying that, no, this will not contain Gestalt. It is specifically just near Replicant, which is... Uh, Weird. Already causing some controversy. Uh, it has a much longer title that involves, like, a huge, awful numeric string that probably means something, but whatever it means is obnoxious. Okay. Uh so yeah, that's that's coming out for your PS4, Xbox, and Steams. Uh, it has new music. It may have a new ending. 
the uh, specific statements made by the producer was, I don't know if there's a new ending. <laughs> That's interesting. Which is, like, if there's not a new ending, he's kind of, like, really botching the PR on that. Because saying offering the possibility that a new ending exists and not actually producing one is, one, something Yoko Taro would do as a essentially a middle finger, but two, uh, would also just be, like, obnoxious and rude. Uh, a little bit. But yeah, so that's happening. It's likely to get a new dub. There will likely be wars over whether the new dub is able to match the uh, old dub, but they kind of have to because... Well, there's a lot of references to near being dead and also just being old. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh boy, that'll be uh, something to watch. Uh, so yeah, that's coming, and also a dubious cell phone game is happening. Near reincarnation, it's probably gotcha. Ugh. Uh, sorry for that. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, but I'm sure it's for someone. Uh, Who? I don't know. <laughs> Listen. Oh, Yoko hey, Taro... hold on. Speaking of gotchas, let's talk about the more important gotcha that the oh, no. the saga gotcha has come saga-cha? to the west. Sagacha, I like that. Which one is this? Is this? Uh, I, I've already forgotten the name of it. Let me. Is it Imperial Saga or is it a different one? I believe it's Imperial Saga. Yeah. Let me double check. There was like a Facebook game at the same time called Emperor's Saga, which made it more confusing. But there's also a there's there was also I think a Romancing Saga Saga Gotcha that was being released at some point. Yeah, I'm not seeing... Okay, Imperial Saga was the browser game. Okay. Uh, Emperor Saga was probably the... Yeah, that also... uh, That's the phone game. That's the old phone game. That's from 2012. Romancing Saga RE Universe. There you go. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it had a Romancing Saga tie-in. Uh, I don't play Gotcha, even even Saga Gotcha. I'm sorry. I find them abusive. Uh, yeah, but they're out there. That's something that you like. So, uh, maybe play maybe play a better Saga game. Yes, you should do that. But I won't uh, give it a try, regardless. But more uh, importantly, in gotcha love news, yourself, wheels. More importantly, a Hearthstone expansion in like a week with a new class. I'm so excited. Respect for <laughs> just labeling that gotcha. Just giving up on <laughs> that not being a gotcha game. Listen, collectible card games were the original gotcha. There's just no denying it. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna pretend. Collectible card games are that with a physical element. Yeah. And that makes people think they're more okay. They're wrong. But uh, there's also really no other way to sell card games in America or probably anywhere else. So. Yeah. Well, the good, news, the good news is they've actually made it less gotcha in that when you open packs, you will not get any 
duplicates past the mass, max number you could put in a deck until you've gotten all the cards in the set. That's at least putting a hard guarantee on the maximum amount you could possibly have to spend. So. Yes. I mean, it doesn't make up for the fact that you can't actually... Like, it doesn't have the advantage of a true physical card game where you could just buy the ones you want, but at the very least, it's kind of what you have to do with digital. Sure, although it has a better feature than most digital card games I've played in that you can get rid of cards you don't want and get... Uh, it's called Dust and Craft yeah, the cards you do those. want. And as far as I can tell, like I've the reason I don't play a lot of Magic Arena is because they don't have anything like that. So if you want to make a competitive deck, you have to pay significantly significantly more money than you would have had had to in Hearthstone or really any other card game. It's really annoying. Are we going to discuss the Nintendo Direct Mini? Yes, we should do that. Yeah, especially because there are some questions that relate to it, so... Uh, Xenoblade looks awesome. Ah, Xenoblade. Oh yeah, that, let's bring up Budai's question there since it's related. Which sure. are you more interested in? Xenoblade Chronicles Remastered or Remaster or the brand new Bravely Default 2? You, you're you baiting us with that question, Budai. Yeah. You know we don't. We aren't Bravely Default fans. Yeah, uh, bravely Default. Well, I still haven't tried the demo. I've heard mixed things about the demo from people who do like Bravely Default. But... Yeah. I know uh, Resident Dragon Quest super fan Platy M3 really enjoyed the demo. Although I believe his co-host for his Dragon Quest podcast did not, so I don't know what that means. There's so many questions. Yes, I have. I played like the first few minutes past the characters talking a lot, and it was it was even even more than the original. It was like this is trying to be like old school Final Fantasy and everything but name. Like you got the four elemental crystals. Okay. Yep. I mean, that's what Bravely Default kind of always did. But there's too much talking. Yeah, that's kind of the problem that I had with the original. We've, we don't want to hash this out yeah. over and well, over again too many times. Well, but yeah. The good, the good news is I found these characters a lot more interesting, and their voice actors seem to do a good job. I mean, the voice acting was never the problem in Bravely Default. Like, the voice act, the original game stuff is quite good. It's just that it's got bad material to work with, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's looking like this will be better in that regard. And if it is, then maybe... I'll give it another shot. We'll see. I'm glad it's not related to the first game at all, so I don't have... I don't have to feel bad about having skipped that. Yes. I should say first, first games, but... Yeah, that it's a new continuity. That's the way you describe it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yes, um, um, give me all the Xenoblade. It looks amazing. You, uh, you got to play that Future Connect scenario. Yes. That you can play right from the start, apparently. Can you? Yeah. I would feel bad doing that, though. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to play it again. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. The 3DS version came out in, like, 2014. Yep. Was the original game this decade? Like, the Wii version? I think it, it came like out... It was, like, 2010. I think it was 2010, okay. Let's see. Oh, Blade. 
But yeah, uh, it's it's interesting that it's coming so soon. Like that is a late May game. That is yeah. less than two months away. Yeah. Okay, Japan. It was June of 2010. North America. It was August of 2012. The new 3DS remaster, not remaster, but port was uh, April of 2015. So that sounds about right. And then. Okay. We will get a version that matches or exceeds the original Infidelity in May. So, that'll be fun. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, both 1 and 2 are going to make my Games of the Decade list. Of course they will. But we'll have to see. I have to hash out that list. Alright, I will be right back. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep talking or something. There was a little Spanish plea, a record star he thought he'd be. Okay, I can't do that for minutes on end. I could, I could try, but it's just a bad idea. Uh, I hope everyone is self-isolating. Uh, I know that's not fun, but, uh, you know, be conscientious. A lot of people, well, it's, there's, it's just a lot of people to put at risk, so, you know, be careful. Uh, I'm interested in trying Bravely Default 2, but I gotta admit, I mean, I also think that part of the reason I don't want to try the demo is that the demo of the first one was also not a section of the final game and kind of put its worst foot forward by being mostly a bunch of grindy fetch quests. I've heard nice things about some of the things I disliked, though. I mean, apparently towns aren't just flat areas anymore. Apparently they're more like Octopath, which is a good thing I'd like to see. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm perfectly willing to give that a chance. Uh, let's see. I keep needing to use all this extra time to replay things, but I haven't been able to get myself to focus on anything other than, like, playing a few hours of Animal Crossing a day. I was looking back at replaying the Valkyrie profile games. That'd be fun. Haven't played those properly in a dog's age. Those were good. Man, I remember looking forward to Valkyrie Profile 1 on PS1 and just never being able to find it. Just sort of having to, like, I, I made sure to purchase a copy of Lenneth on PSP, which is the worst version by all accounts, but I really wanted to have it, so I, so I did. Uh, and then Somaria is a very interesting game. I, it seems like, and Covenant of the Plume is actually a really good strategy RPG. It seems like Tri-Ace is able to keep the plates spinning on a franchise as long as they don't have to try to make games that are directly in step with the prequel, which, eh, fine with that. I'd like to please just... They just did First Departure R. That was really nice. Can, that, can we get uh, just a nice port of Valkyrie Profile 1 to the Switch? That'd be nice. I'm back. And okay, yes, I rambled. Sounds, that sounds awesome. I rambled for a few minutes. I sang a bit of Spanish Flea. <laughs> no, Spanish Flea. A record star. He thought he'd be. But, yeah. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Future Connect will be... I'm interested to see how much there is to it. I feel like they would not give it a name if it was not a substantial scenario. Mm. They would have just said that there was post, there was new content or post-game content. 
I feel like once you give it a name and a pride of place in the trailer, you're kind of making some you're making some promises. Mm. I wonder if they're going to connect it to the second game some more. It's possible. It feels like that's what you would do with a name like Future Connected. Yeah. I need to go back and properly finish Xenoblade 2. It's a good game. It's very good, and the the end parts where you find out exactly how it connects to the first game are pretty cool. I won't spoil it for anyone. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they'll do a Xenoblade X definitive. They should. They really should. With bigger text, please, for the love of God. That, that seems plausible if they do it. Uh, oh yeah, did you hear about the most recent rumor? This is not strictly RPG, but it has RPG yes, in it. Uh, that we're going to get a bunch of Mario 3D remasters and a new Paper Mario. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much smoke around it that I honestly kind of believe it. <laughs> yeah. The, the rumors kind of blew up today, and yeah, you're right. The, that's way too much smoke for there to be nothing there. Especially the claim that, like, I was wondering, well, why wouldn't they have announced those at the Direct, and then I saw, like, the claim is that they're supposed to be announced when there's more information about the Nintendo theme park, which would, yeah, that would, that would track. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I hope that's true. I'm curious as to the breadth of remastering work they're doing on those. Yeah, I don't know. But I also saw someone point out that those are not games that you could just, like, if they intend to release them individually, which, not necessarily individually, although I suspect they'll be released individually, but if they intend to release those outside the purview of a larger service, like the NES and SNES Online, which they seemingly would, I can't imagine them uh, going to that kind of trouble to make an N64 Online or a GameCube Online. Yeah. Uh, They intend to do that then they're going to need a lot of outside studio help, mm. and I'm curious who they would trust to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Meanwhile, I'd assume that any new Paper Mario is just being developed by Insys. It also raises the question of, like, what kind of new Paper Mario? Yeah. We're at gameplay style number three? <laughs> but... Well, I wonder if, being an anniversary and all, if they'll go back to um, the style of the earliest games. Especially given there's no longer Mario and Luigi games trying to imitate this, that yeah. style. So it would be interesting. I'm curious. I'm very, very curious. Uh, mostly I just want to be able to play Mario 64 on my Switch at all times. Yes, that would be sweet. If they do something else to it, if they include new content or, like, remaster the graphics, like, I will want a unremastered mode, but, like, I also would love to see what they would do with it, which would probably be very different to what they did to it when it was on the DS. Well, hey, give us some of those DS features. Let me play as Wario. Good of all the characters you want to play as Wario? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, he was like the one that it was the hardest to justify playing as. You just played as him because he's the only one that could play, break the black brick box blocks. <laughs> well, speaking but, of Wario, if we're going to get a Paper Mario, and we never got our uh, Warrior and, Wario and Waluigi partners Paper Wario. Yes, Paper Wario and Paper Waluigi, please. And thank you. 
I just really want the excuse for your party members to actively be ready and willing to hurt each other. <laughs> like, all the Mario and Luigi attacks worked on the principle that Mario and Luigi worked essentially in perfect tandem and thus could use each other as a weapon in a way that would never hurt each other. <laughs> I want Wario and Waluigi to be working together on the principle that it doesn't matter if they hurt each other. They don't care. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that turns out to be true. Uh, I would even be willing to replay Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Replace replace at least ten of the shines that are currently locked behind blue coins with actual shines, and we'll talk even more. Uh, but I don't trust them to do that. They'll if they release that one, it'll probably just be uprest. Uh, but yeah, no, like I, it's just one of those things where it's just I really want it to be true. <laughs> yes, please. Please, thank you. It's uh, it's it's one of those things I also believe just by virtue of the fact that like none of those games are available anymore. Yeah, not a single one. <laughs> uh, like at least in terms of none of them can be purchased for and played on a modern console. Mm. You cannot play DS games on the Switch. Cannot play Wii U games. You can't play Wii games. So none of the 3D Mario's are available in a modern form except Odyssey which is amazing fantastic maybe my favorite one but you know Odyssey Odyssey Odyssey, Odyssey. yeah so I, I really think that as a matter of preservation and like you know just the fact that at least any given person will agree that three, at least three out of any given six of the uh, 3D Mario games rank among the best games of all time. Yep. And like they might not agree on all of them, but I feel like it's fair to say that most any random sampling of people who have played them will agree that at least some of them are on that list. Yeah. So, you know, Hope Springs Eternal. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's hit another question. Have you ever made an in-app purchase on a mobile phone game? No. <laughs> Not a once. Uh, next question. Wheels has done it millions of times thanks to yeah. Hearthstone. And not just that. Yeah, I know. Fire Emblem things. Oh, you were, you're a Fire Emblem heroes, or at least you were? Yeah, on occasion, yes. As you do. Uh, let's see. Here is uh, something that is designed to hurt us from Flat EM3. Oh, why no. was <laughs> Why was Seventh Saga not the Seventh Saga? Um, Wasn't that game awful? Uh, it's broken in the localization. Oh. They completely cranked up the difficulty way beyond what it was supposed to be. Uh, in Japan, it was known as Elnard. Which is not a good name. I'm not going to lie. Uh, sounds too much like Elfnard. Uh, just generally, just bad name. But we can, we'll can we ignore that for a moment and just discuss the game. Uh, the game's uh, localization 
made everything way harder. I think that most everything scales really, really aggressively, perhaps to the point where it might actually scale in such a fashion as to make your enemies grow faster than you. Oh, good. Enemies are given much higher stats, and the player character's stat increases were reduced. The other playable characters retain the original stat increases. They will always surpass the player character's level. Wonderful. I'm pretty sure that one of the gimmicks of this game, it's been a while, I've only played a bit of it, but I'm pretty sure one of the gimmicks of this game involved that you had to fight the other playable characters. <laughs> Why? Why? Because you're trying to get, you're trying to collect all these runes, and some of them have them. <laughs> so yeah, the it basically means that these characters, who would probably be essentially boss fights are always going to be way stronger than you. Always, always, always. Sounds horrible. Yeah, they kind of they kind of ruined it. Um, so the reason it's not the seventh saga is that it was made by another company, and also you did this to hurt me. Uh, however, its developer does have the really fun name Produce, which has an exclamation mark, which is why I have to pronounce, say it, Produce! <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? They were. Wikipedia claims they were former IREM people, which means that I probably should give their output more. Uh, more of a look. Uh, they apparently were also responsible for Brain Lord. Huh. They seem to. Both of those were published by NX, which leads me to believe that they just had an, a standing relationship with NX. Uh, let's see, a bunch of Bomberman spinoffs, Super Bomberman, <laughs> Super Bomberman's 1, 2, and 4 for some reason. <laughs> uh, Mystic Arc, which is often treated as like a seventh saga sort of spiritual successor. Uh, and supposedly a Tengai Makio spinoff, although I don't know anything about this. This claims that they're responsible for the crazy Tengai Machio that was uh, set in America. So, if they're responsible for that, then they've got at least something going for them. <laughs> oh, produce. Uh, do I know... Okay, yeah, no, I've played Duel Heroes. I don't want to remember Duel Heroes. <laughs> M64 fighting games were a bad lot. And it's nowhere near the worst, but none of them are good. What? What of Mace the Dark Age, sir? You don't even believe the thing that you're saying. <laughs> no, I don't. I just like bringing that up. How do you feel about generations of art, speed, and power next stream? What in God's name is that? <laughs> that sounded de as deadly arts in America. But in Japan and Europe, I think but definitely in Japan, it's known as GASP, Fighters Next Stream. What? But GASP stands for Generations of Art, Speed, and Power. <sighs> Incredible. Absolutely beautiful. 10 out of 10. Actually, the game's terrible, but it's really funny sounding. Uh, the actual worst N64 fighting game is probably Clay Fighter 63 and a third. Yeah, this sounds right. Uh, it's definitely the most racist one. <laughs> which is hopefully not a crown anything was competing for <laughs> but yeah not recommended terrible 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 <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I played a lot of that as a child. <laughs> oh, it's really bad. <laughs> they made an updated version that was only available at Blockbuster. Ugh. Play Fighter 63 and a third Sculptor's Cut. It uh, featured Earthworm Jim. Uh, I don't remember why. Uh, it was just that they both were owned by Interplay, I think. Uh, it also featured Boogerman as an unlockable character, in case anyone remembers that disaster. Does anyone remember that disaster? Boogerman? Yes. No, not really. I know. It was... I know of its existence. That's about it. Yeah. Does anyone does anyone else uh, often find themselves thinking about uh, the rare breed of a handful of games that were released only through Blockbuster? <laughs> I would like to know more. Uh, there's a there's a few, although sometimes they're just like specific versions of it. Like there's an Indiana Jones game that only came out on N64 and PC, and the N64 version only came out at Blockbuster in America. Weird. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine, which I believe is available on GOG, and by all accounts is awful. It's just a Tomb Raider knockoff, but you're better off playing the Emperor's Tomb, if anyone remembers that. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure you own that. Do I? The Emperor's I'm pretty tomb? sure it's on your X-Bone. Your X-bone. Oh, the, oh, 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 yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm sorry. For some reason I thought you meant a Tomb Raider game. I'm like, what? Nah, nah, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, which is also kind of a Tomb Raider game. Yeah, no, it is. But it's at least a decent one. Which is funny, since it's, it's like... Oh, did you... I think I've rambled about this before, but did you ever hear about this? That, uh... There was a... You know the Lego Indiana Jones games? Yes. There was a time when Traveler's Tales, like, asked for permission, like, they had worked out enough licensing to ask for permission to put Laura Croft in one of those. Really? And LucasArts was f- furious at the idea, like, no, absolutely not. Because their, <laughs> in their opinion, like, Laura Croft had taken the crown that ought to have been theirs of, like, the sort of adventurer archaeologist video game star. <laughs> and so, like, they were so furious about that in, like, the late aughts at a time when no one should have even possibly cared about that kind of corporate grudge that they were like absolutely not (laughs) oh boy incredible to me just imagine that I just love how stupid that is that is some next level pettiness yeah oh man the N64 version of Razor Freestyle Scooter (laughs) you've ever seen that that is a video that is a Tony Hawk knockoff with only three levels it is about 20 minutes long Uh, it was made by the people who made Grind Session if you've ever played that Uh, so you know (laughs) beloved okay yeah I I can't think I don't want to think more about the blockbuster right now (laughs) There exist lists out there. Don't trust all of them. Some of them list games that are not actually Blockbuster exclusive. Uh, But, yeah. Very, very strange practice. Uh, A lot of times... A few of them were variant games, like updated versions of NFL Blitz. Mm. But, yeah. Um, 
Let's uh, let's answer a question from good old Budai. Uh, if they we're going to make a direct sequel to either Personas three, four, or five, which would you choose? Four. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say five because I think that it actually has enough dangling characterization, not in an intentional fashion, but just in a sense of like they wrote characters that felt like they were designed to appear in more than one game, mm. which I don't feel is the case for three or four. Yeah, four is just like I legit- four is a good cast that you would yeah, like to see. I legitimately felt sad at the end of the game because like my time with the cast was up. And that's why it was good to have uh, Golden, which just gave you more time with them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would I would say five just by virtue of the fact that again that it feels like a cast that was designed to be able to make reappearances with new things happening to them. They feel open to further games in a way that three and four feel more closed off. Especially three. Uh, <laughs> Like it, it, three would be hard. Three is hard because like you can see them having issues with it all the way back in the answer in Fest, where it's like we can't control. We have to work really hard to contrive an excuse that these people would even see each other again. <laughs> so, oh man, there are some really bad sequels to Persona Three, though. If you've never seen Persona Trinity, so we'll keep it that way. Anyone remember that? That was a real. Uh... Does it fix the terrible ending of Persona Three? No, it doesn't because it's like a sequel to Persona Three that was an anime that came out in like two thousand eight before Ooh. like. It's are, are we really... talking about Trinity Soul? <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. Hey, Gaijin. Hi. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure how connected it actually was to the games. It's just kind of in the same branch of the universe kind of like they, one, yeah it, it was the, which is very definitely um, connected to persona 2 but not actually it's the case of like they made it clear that they took place in the same world because like one of the the first episode i think has like a future version of akihiko from three yeah but yeah and it's it, mostly just it has dim- the shadows and it has some of the other things that were specific to the persona three and four yeah, and it's just garbage. It's terrible. <laughs> it's a very bad show. Uh, well, you know what? It's a good show. It's the Persona 4 anime. It's pretty good. Which I thoroughly you just enjoyed. just want to re-experience Persona 4. I've never yeah. seen the Persona 5 anime. I've heard very varying things about it. Interesting. Uh, it seems to have run into like production troubles at some point. And it's... Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, it seems... It's yeah. I mean, that's that's just anime in general on some level. Uh, good to hear from you, Gaijin. Yeah, good to hear. Good to hear from you guys too. You back home? Yes, in day seven of self quarantine. Oh. Fine. Oh yeah, that would be especially important when you're entering the country again. Oh yeah, we kind of had an emergency uh, return trip when we realized that if we didn't get back to Japan before you midnight, be March twenty fifth. Oh, no, we would be, but we would have a two-week uh, non-optional vacation in Tokyo. Ooh. Oh. As in, they wouldn't let us on any public transportation. We'd kind of be stuck in a hotel on our own dime. So Yeah, that sounds... Ooh. Yeah, I can understand why you suddenly had uh, yeah. different plans. 
And as of like yesterday, they're just simply not letting people into the country from America. Yeah. Right around the time that a famous old comedian died. Yeah, um, yeah, Shimura Ken. Yeah, Ken Shimura. Uh, I am ashamed of the reason that I know about Ken Shimura. Which is there's so many the, possible reasons that you would know about him because he's been doing stuff since the 70s. Yeah, but like the reason I'm ashamed is that the reason that I know him is the stupidest one. <laughs> Which is that I am familiar with the Turbo Graphics game that got <laughs> localized to America and edited out his face and name. <laughs> Uh, which is uh, known in America as JJ and Jeff, based off of Japanese TV show Fun TV with Kato-chan and Ken-chan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Not, not a logical way to know anyone, really, but yeah. But, I mean, when it comes to knowing anybody from Japanese pop culture, there's no logic involved here. Fair, fair. Yep. But anyway, uh, so we had a wonderful, wonderful, very much last-minute transcontinental adventure. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you are uh, home and seemingly safe for the time being. Yep. So, on the plus side, the flights home were surprisingly, or not so surprisingly, very light. Yeah, it's probably about as nice as you can hope for on a transcontinental flight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, not even. I mean, starting with the domestic flight, where, we're, like, literally forty-five percent of the main cabin population was bakers. Huh. Including the flight attendants, we were four out of nine people on that plane, in the main cabin. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of flights going through with just one person on them, which must be like the most, like. It sounds like a scenario that you would hear of in, like, a surrealist horror film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Let's see. Uh, we, were, we were about halfway to two-thirds of the way through the questions. If there's anything in the questions for episode 155 you want to double back on, let us know. <laughs> but... Uh... Yeah, we were just answering the question of if they were going to make a direct sequel to either Persona 3, 4, or 5, which we would choose, which I'm not sure how much... Uh, I assume you played 3 and 4, or at least some of them. Yes. And um, should I be looking into Persona 5 Scramble, or do you really need to play the first one? Or uh, it... You probably should play the first one for that one thus far. In which case, it... we're still waiting for it to come out on Switch. Got yes. It. it feels like it has to eventually. <laughs> but hey, there's a lot of Switch RPGs coming out, so... I mean, Xenoblade would be enough for anyone's time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But yeah, so, but instead, since I am mostly up and about chasing little kids who are currently tr attempting to take a nap, knock on wood, um, so I've, I've mostly been sticking to something light and easy to pick up and put down, which in this case is Monster Strike. Me and Wheels have been having our light entertainment with Animal Crossing. Yes. Animals were crossed. Uh, I've also finally started uh, Atelier... Oh, uh, God. Aisha? Asha? Okay. Aisha? God, close enough. <laughs> uh, it really depends on if you which 
variation of the pronunciation of that name that you want. In yeah. Japanese, it's Asha. Um, you could get away with Aisha or Aisha or a few others. I don't remember. Actually, I don't know how they pronounce it in the game. I think it's. I've never heard it in English. I think it's Aisha. But yeah, it's it's quite quite enjoyable so far. Those Atelier games would be real good right about now. <laughs> no, I'm really oh, doing wow. that. The soundtrack is fantastic, so that's always good to have. But it's just it's very good. Look forward to playing more of it. It's seems um, definitely seems a lot better put together than the um, the uh, what the heck was the name of that trilogy that no one likes. <laughs> Um, yes, yes. What I played uh, is definitely way better than those for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, good times. Yeah, the Dust Trilogy looks good. One day, one day. <laughs> see. Uh, yeah, I I really did like Ryza though. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Ryza. Yeah, everyone seems to think it's a Call it return to form. Yeah, a return to form while being quite different from its roots. Yep. It's it's definitely the it's definitely a much more RPG ish game than a lot of them. Hmm. Yeah. Ah, so many, so little time. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, like I said, I'm on the 3DS right now just to give the Switch a rest and. Also, give my brain a bit of a rest, so I'm, like I'm saying, I'm playing Monster Strike, which is probably one of the least thinky games ever. <laughs> Even though they do manage to put a good story in the 3DS version. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess we should probably clear out this last question. Uh... Are you worried about FF7 Remake at all? No. Um, what does he mean by worried? I was a little confused. I was presuming like, that it worried. was like whether it would stick the landing, whether it would get sequels, like any of those... Uh, so, which question are we talking about here? This is the Budai question. Are you worried about FF7 Remake at all? Um, no, because it's going to sell a bazillion copies just based on the name. Yeah. And also the demo is very good. So. Yeah, now I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Yep, so am I. That's why it's very important that my PS4 is being shipped to me at the moment. <laughs> Good. Have, have we answered Platinum 3's question? We have, but it's also perfectly fine to double back. Well, what did you guys say about it, then, if, at the risk of repeating? Uh, I rambled about how uh, it's not a saga game, but also that it's more hateful than most saga games because it was <laughs> diced up isn't in localization. This one, isn't this um, the one with a uh, built-in traitor mechanic where you don't know who is going to betray you? Uh, I don't know. I've only ever played a bit of Seventh Saga. I just know that like they screwed up the difficulty hardcore in the English version. Ah, uh, oh. Yeah, not fun. Then. Yeah. They they just gave everything way higher stats and decreased the amount of stats that your character gained on level up, while also having bosses that are other player characters 
who can who still have the original stat growth. Yep, that would be um, part of the traitor mechanic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like, so that's. Yeah. So yeah, Fun somehow times. much more hateful than basically any saga game, but only in the English version apparently. Uh, yeah. There exists a there exist multiple patches to try to fix this. There is uh, one patch that retains the first English localization, and then there's one that relocalizes the Japanese version raw. <laughs> I was going to say it's probably easier to start with the Japanese localization and patch in the English translation. Yeah, but uh, what I what I mean is that like there's one that retranslates Elnard, and then there's one that inserts the English Seventh Saga script. Uh-huh. But. Yeah, so it's always one of those things that I think about trying because some people seem to think rather highly of it, but eh, one day. But yeah, uh, it is crazy like a saga, but it's meaner than a saga. It's impressive, and it doesn't, and it doesn't have the signature glimmer system. No sparking, no sale. <laughs> Uh, let's see but yeah uh, just just to like end run around on all of that uh, yeah no I don't think any of us is particularly concerned about the F7 remake yeah gonna get that and then play it for just hours and hours gonna make a big save right in front of the Shinra stairwell mm-hmm. and go up and down it at varying speeds <laughs> because they promised that they have different dialogue depending upon how quickly you're running up the stairs. They better be true and to their word, Dan. <laughs> they promised me that. that. That's like a dare to make sure that I actually check it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... But yeah, uh, that is uh, all the questions that we seem to have, unless I haven't checked Q&A on the Discord, which I should. Don't think and there's nothing in there. there. Nah. So yeah, open season. Talk about whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What do you think they should be doing for the next Pokemon game? What, like, a uh, setting? Hmm. hmm. Uh, Ireland, clearly. A part of Asia that is not Japan. Ooh. Um, How about India? um, Ooh. That might be interesting. Oh, no. What I was thinking of is, um, since I had quite a bit of time at home in America for about a week, because literally everything closed two days after we arrived. As you do. um, Yes. Um, so I ended up reading uh, Bill Bryson's Into the Woods about his trip up the Appalachian Trail. Hmm. And I was thinking, you know, this could be fun. Um, basically, you have, instead of, a like, circular round routes all around the country, you have one long, incredibly long path. And each section is, at the end of each section, is a Pokemon gym. And you have side tracks to go to different towns and things. And... Um, and a day-night cycle that is not dependent on actual time. Hmm. So um, it's like every 
30 minutes that changes days or something, and you're trying to see how fast you can complete the entire thing. Hmm. Um, fun. And, like, you can, once you've actually reached um, the Pokemon equivalent of Katadine in Maine, where the Pokemon League is, you can opt to restart the trail hmm. with seasons. Um, so the seasons change again according to the in-game calendar instead of... Sort of like the black and white post-game? Yeah. And just for more fun, like if you start... Whenever you start the game, you are you have to put in like a little message or something. Um, mm -hmm. And then you end up uploading your character to the cloud and all the NPCs that you end up fighting along the way are other trainers from different parts of the world who are all challenging the same trail. <laughs> That's a neat and idea. It's semi-randomized each time you do it. I like that idea. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Just a really random idea I had while reading this book. It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see them explore a part of the continental U.S. that isn't essentially built around New York City. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm into the idea. We'll have this meeting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do we have any other things we want to just sort of let loose on? Remember how I said I was still playing the Dragon Quest Eleven demo? Hadn't yet. You still aren't anymore. No, but the spot where I stopped was right where the end of the demo was. Yeah, time to pick up Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, already on that. Yeah, I, I did manage to play through the Trials of Mana trial. Oh, nice. Well, that's a pretty good demo. Yeah, I've done that three times now. It feels nice to play a uh, version of Trials of Mana that is not uh, not built on the concept of eh, an enemy is just going to do a thing and there's not really anything you can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. I'm very curious about the additions they've made. Uh, everyone, I assume, saw the news, the press release that showed like fourth... Uh, fourth-class changes for everyone? Uh, I didn't read it, but I saw it. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be interesting. Sweet. So, yeah, I, I end up choosing all my characters and trials by at random, so I ended up with Angela as my main. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> they... Um, one of the few things I distinctly remember from the fan translation two decades back was since her... Tudor's name is actually Jose, mm -hmm. um, and she. So she, if you talk to him and he asks if you want to do some more lessons, her response is "No way, Jose." In the <laughs> fan translation, and they cut out the Jose part for the the new translation. It's just "No way." I'm like, dudes, <laughs> no. Oh well. Mm -hmm. Sorry, just one of the few random thoughts I had while playing that. It's like, oh, man, they changed that line. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think the script is seemingly very similar, at the very least, to the one that was included. At least the English script is very similar, if not identical, to the one included in the uh, collection. I mean, um, I mean, would they have changed that much? Because I, uh, I had the feeling that it was mostly a graphical and engine makeover. No, uh, gameplay as well, but yeah, seemingly I mean, not until... Engine. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But yeah, seemingly not until the post-game where they were going to have to rewrite write new stuff anyway. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I guess we are forever uh, forever denied that line in an official capacity. <laughs> it's a shame. But yeah. Uh... So yeah, those are video games. Video, especially Thank Animal you. Crossing. That is a video game that That's everyone should play. It's absurdly relaxing, and you can run around and make friends. Something you can't do in real life. Mm -hmm. I, I remember, I think it was JC Servant asking what the draw for Animal Crossing was because it's like. It's all about being in debt at the start, and nobody wants to be like that. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, first of all, it's something that most people of our generation can really, really uh, relate to. And also, it's a debt that you can pay off by running around fishing and catching bugs to sell. It's also a debt you're under no pressure to actually pay off. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's really, really a fantasy wish fulfillment right there. Yeah. It's like, no uh, pressure debt. Just have fun. Make friends. Eventually pay it off. It'll work out eventually. Plus, there's a uh, New Horizons has an interesting like progression that sort of eases you into finding out. Like, I feel like the progression that starts New Horizons exists to ease you into the idea of well, what do I do in Animal Crossing by giving you all of these little things that require you to sort of take a cross section of well, this is what you do in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's why Wheels is poor. True. <laughs> did you get the iron you needed? Yes, I did. Hooray! Shop upgrade complete. Well, tomorrow, well, day after tomorrow, it'll complete. Two days to build it? Come it on! It only takes one. If he, if he started it today, it should be up by like 6 a.m. tomorrow. Okay, perfect. This is good. All is good. We're good. Okay, why am I getting Nook Miles? Nook Miles are good. Recommended. Let's see. But, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm lost in Animal Crossing again. Uh, <laughs> uh, where's that lizard that wanted to buy my bugs? Uh... <laughs> Okay, I'm 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 completely dead. Buy the world my recommend. bugs. Buy no. my bugs. No. Buy my bugs. Uh, yes, I've just put a crossover of Animal Crossing and the Critic into your brain. Didn't have to be this way, Wales. Well, it was me, Dio. It's me all along. Is so? Is that something that just keeps coming up in JoJo? 
Please tell well, me yes. It was made Dio. Sadly, yes. no. Oh, God damn it. It's just a meme. It's just a meme. But, <sighs> again, get prepared for a very, very, uh, for me to have to send you a very important, uh, gratuitous bit of English from the Japanese voice track. That, uh, oh, dear. Shock and inspire you. <laughs> I'll have to do that when you get to season two and three is well yeah season three and well not season three part three which is season two uh in particular because there is one character who has a lot to say in english for some reason interesting i'm doubting that it's good english (laughs) uh good for what it is it's mostly outbursts of obscenity (laughs) (laughs) okay so that'll be fun Sweet. I'm just just glad to have finally pulled wheels onto this track. But yeah, uh, in conclusion, make a better JoJo RPG than that Super Famicom game. It's real bad. Well, yeah. Um. It's a good. There's a good fighting game. There's a couple of decent arena fighters and a very good Capcom fighter, but. Not a lot of good JoJo games in general. Which is kind of weird, considering it's such a popular game. Such a popular oh, franchise. Yeah. Such a popular franchise has been around for so long and has a relatively small number of games, most of which are very, very bad. Yeah. It's uh, weird. Yeah. I mean, of course, it is weird. I mean, it probably coincides a lot with the fact that for a long time there was also just no anime adaptations of most of it either, so... Like, I feel like it's weird and relatively rare to see video games based directly on manga. They're usually technically based off of the anime adaptations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe one day. Uh, I've They've done a lot more recently since the anime started. They have regrettable choices. An iOS uh, and Android game that sounds awful based off of Part 4. And a Battle Royale for some reason. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Last Survivor. I don't know how that happened. Money. I mean, that part I get. I don't know how that managed to happen so quickly. I guess I'll go with that. (laughs) I would have expected it to be uh, much much later to the Battle Royale party, although it seems to have not done terribly well, as far as I can tell. Well, I'm looking at footage of it now. Why is this happening? Okay, no, we need to stop this before I, <laughs> yes. before I just sort of cry. Um, unless there's something else we want to talk about, uh, I guess we should start doing the closeout. Okay, question is the usual place. Um, Questions an- in the an- comments section or animals in the Animals in the usual crossings. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's officially one thing I like looking at footage of this JoJo Battle Royale game, which is that you can tell an opponent is nearby because it starts doing the, like, 
go, 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 go. Uh, uh, like danger onomatopoeia that jo- JoJo always does. Just <laughs> <laughs> actually really funny. But yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, questions in the usual places. Discord, comment section. Uh, next week we should be back up to full strength in terms of podcast being on at our usual time, I would think. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I probably should plug just for reading material. Oh yeah, uh, I've seen the, anything about this. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the usual series, all current eight episodes. That I really need to put the ninth one up sometime. Uh, Princesses <laughs> of the Pizza Parlor on Amazon, just because everyone needs reading material. Yeah, really, just any distractory material is good. Yeah, and unfortunately, my usual advertising methods on Twitter are just shouting into the wind on Twitter. Uh, and I, I, hear they're always I, mean, I, I, I wish I could say that Amazon marketing has ever done me better, uh, <laughs> but it hasn't. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've gotten a few more sales through Amazon marketing than I have from Twitter. However, that does not change the fact that I'm also quite in the red for Amazon marketing. Uh. Uh, yeah. The returns are not worth the cost of doing it. So. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I wish it was more surprising. Yep. So yes. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. If anyone wants to check it out, it's uh, Princesses of the Pizza Parlor. Michael Yadimizu, M A I K E L Y A R I M I Z U. Because hey, Google hates me. Um, yeah. So. When I have to add 15 parameters in order to get it to show my old RP Gamer stuff, because it can't differentiate me from any of the other Michael, Michael's Bakers on the planet. Um, the, the Michael's Baker. <laughs> yes. It's just, it's, yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine how frustrating that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, my, my last name's only 38th most common in the United States. 37th in Britain, 35th in Australia, and yeah, and first name is, let's not even talk about popularity there. <laughs> uh, it does remind me of no, of the amount of, uh, man, there were, there's a lot of, there was a, well, there's just a lot of Michaels that I have known in my life, including, <laughs> including two right here. Yes. I know, I mean, like a year or two ago, I answered a question on Quora about why do people have middle names. I'm like, okay, so this is my name. If you look up my first, if you look up how common is the name on Google, the autofill suggestion that comes up first is my name. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you just can't trust the information age. Mm hmm. Uh, yes, I yeah. can't even go with middle name because, hey, my middle name is also on the top ten most popular <laughs> boys' names in the last century. So. <laughs> I'm thinking about that now, and I probably shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, questions in the usual places, uh, comment section, Discord. Uh, check Michael's book. It is on... Uh, available through Amazon as an ebook. You don't even have to put yourself at risk to read it. Uh, no, but there are two hard. Um, there are two paperback collections as well. Yes, if that's your to your preference. Uh, 
Yeah. So, but um, so yeah, go with the paper edition if you want, or by all means go ebook. It'll actually cost a little less, and I get more in royalties. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, otherwise, see you, space cowboys. Mm-hmm.